evening. Good to see everyone out this evening. Let's go ahead and get started with our services and uh, see what the Lord has for us. Our Heavenly Father, Lord, we do thank you for this day. Thank you for the opportunity to be in your house, to worship and praise you. Thank you for the good services we had today. Lord, I thank you for, uh, Lord, all that you do. And Lord, we ask for your presence to be in our presence this evening. Lord, I pray that you would speak to our hearts as only you can. And we'll give you the praise, the glory, and the honor that comes from it. In Jesus' name. Amen. All right, let's sing a Christmas song, all right? I'm getting in the Christmas mood. Some of you are already tired of Christmas songs. You've been in Walmart for the last two months, and uh, you've heard your Christmas songs going. Uh, but page one, 194, Joy to the World, and uh, we'll sing the first, um, the third, and the fourth.
services. tonight. Uh, Brother Luke and Brother Ethan is going to come and play a few songs tonight, and so we're looking forward to that.
There we go. Someone recognized it. <laughs> We're not too bad then. Just okay. Let's see. Okay. Want me start? start this one.
G. Can I start it? Okay. Well, you set the rhythm then. <laughs> I could probably sit and listen to that all night long. How many would buy a CD if they made one? I know I would. See that? You have a bunch of customers out here. so, And uh, I appreciate that. That was really good. And uh, I, I was sitting there watching. Uh, I could see Luke's fingers. And I can't even get my fingers to move that fast. So, uh, But I appreciate uh, them using their talents for the Lord. It's always good to uh, see young men and young ladies and uh, eager to... Uh, serve the Lord with the talents that God has entrusted to them. And uh, so, praise the Lord for that. do appreciate you being here this evening and uh, looking forward to uh, good service in the Lord's house. Hope that you've already been blessed for being here today. And uh, we had good services this morning. And uh, tonight, I, I'm going to ask you to join me in Philippians chapter number 4, verses 6 through 9. Uh, this is a portion of Scripture. is my favorite portion of Scripture. My, it's my life verse. And the Lord just impressed on my heart tonight to uh, 
to do that. I've been, uh, as I've told you for the last uh, month and a half or so, uh, I've really wanted to work on my prayer life. And uh, I think it's one of the most uh, important tools that we have as Christians uh, is our prayer life. And uh, I, I believe the Bible teaches us that each one of us needs to be praying. We need to have a prayer life, and that's our walk with the Lord, and that's included in our prayer life there. Uh, Philippians chapter number 4, verse 6, it says, Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, Whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of, are of good report. If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which thou hast both learned and received and heard and seen in me do, and the God of peace shall be with you. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, Lord, again, thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for the good song service we've had. Thank you for Luke and Ethan using those talents for you. And Lord, I pray that you would, uh, Lord, that you would keep them. Uh, using those, uh, those uh, God-given talents and abilities, uh, Lord, for your service. Lord, I pray that you would just uh, bless in the next few moments, give us the words that we need to hear, and encourage us as we need, uh, we need to hear from you tonight. Lord, if there's one here that's not uh, saved, I pray that today would be the day of salvation. If there's one here that's discouraged or disheartened, Lord, I pray that we would, uh, Lord, find a place at the altar and get our hearts in tune with you. And Lord, for that one that... Uh, uh, Lord, may be uh, discouraged. Lord, I pray that you would encourage him through your word tonight. Lord, we love you and, and thank you for all that you do for us. In Jesus' name, amen. People often blame their problems on their circumstances. You ever notice that? Uh, I, I'm, I'm bad about it. Uh, this past week, I, I got a little grouchy. Believe it or not, I got a little grouchy. My uh, faith said that I was... Now, this is her words. She said, I was moodier than a woman. Now, I, I didn't say that. That's her words. Is that what she said? That's what she said. So um, she said that to me, and, and uh, because I got grouchy one day, I was, uh, uh, we were, is when Mike Pence, uh, President, uh, Vice President Prince, Pence was coming into town, and uh, the roads were blocked from everywhere around the, the, the airport, and, and I'm sitting there, and I had to go pick up Faith, and I'm trying to figure it out. I had to be there by 5 o'clock, and we left an hour or 45 minutes, plenty of time to get there, and I'm going here, and then it's blocked off here, so I had to go a different route, and I'm like, what is it, the president in town or something? And Christy looks on her phone, and she says, no, just the vice president. And uh, so that made me, that put me off in a, a bad mood. And I'm like, oh, I got to get there. And I, I had to hurry up. And, and, I, and I seen, and then that day I hadn't eaten anything uh, uh, since like early breakfast. And it was just a little, you know, five sandwiches or something. No, just one sandwich. And, and uh, so I was, I was just getting irritable. And um, uh, so that's what I was trying to do was blame it on my circumstances, blame it on the surroundings. You know, I, the, this is going on and, and I haven't eaten, and so I'm, I'm becoming grouchy. Well, uh, modern day counselors will tell people that nothing can change in life until your circumstances change. But this is completely con uh, um, against what the Bible teaches us. It's not our situations, it's not our circumstances that we find ourselves in, it's our attitudes and our thought process. And Job certainly found himself in some adverse uh, circumstances uh, that were not 
by his fault or not by his own doings, but uh, when his wife said to him, won't you curse God and die? His response was, thou speakest as one of the foolish women, what shall we receive good at the hand of God and, re- and shall not receive evil? In, this, uh, in all this did not Job sin with his lips. Bad choices will leave us with bad circumstances. And uh, on the other hand, there are times when God chooses for us to go through some fiery trials, some, some heartaches, and through some things. And, and how we respond in those circumstances, those situations, indicates where we are in our walk with the Lord. And I found this week that there's still room for improvement in my life. And that we're continuing to grow daily. Without God's grace, we'll never survive the tests of life. With His grace, we can find blessings and victories in the most adverse conditions. Why is it that it seems like some people, you know, they're going through the, some of the hardest things in their life, and they seem to be able to pass those things with flying colors? Why other people are going through minor, uh, you know, a hangnail, and it seems like the, the world's ending on them, caving in on them? Well, I think it all has to do with our attitudes and the way that uh, we, we uh, look at things and how we trust God or we have a lack of trust in God for those things. Let me ask you, do circumstances in your life ever seem out of control? Most of us at time are uh, out of our control. I mean, it's out of our control. The Bible says, boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. The Bible says, go to now, ye that say today or tomorrow, we will go into such a city and continue there a year and buy and sell and get gain. Whereas you know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appear for a little time and then vanish away, for that ye ought to say, if the Lord will, we shall live and do this or do that. Well, I can't tell you what's going to happen directly in the future. I believe there are some steps that we need to take in order to successfully handle things, situations. And, and I'm going to give you three thoughts tonight, and I, I believe it will be a help to you. Uh, and it comes from this scripture here. And number one, I believe in all things we need to pray. Why is it that prayer is the last resort? I mean, you think about this many times in my life. It's it's just as I'm just, I'm preaching to myself here, but oftentimes we're guilty of prayer being the last resort instead of the first response. You see, rather than being the last resort, prayer should be the first response. It is prayer that binds our nothingness to His almightiness. Prayer is not everything, but everything needs prayer. We need to be praying. God sees and knows every circumstance in our life. He knows what's going to happen. You know nothing catches God by surprise. You see, uh, let me ask you, have you asked for wisdom and strength for today? I mean, we need to, and when we get up in the morning, I heard one uh, old preacher say, it's either uh, good morning, Lord, or, uh, uh, I I can't remember, good Lord, it's morning. That's what it was. Good Lord, it's morning. Or is it, good morning, Lord? And that's how, that's how we look at things and how we uh, start our day off. And we need to start with prayer and, and asking God for strength and wisdom to help us through the day. God is the greatest and yet the least used resource that we have. 
A little child was praying one day and overheard uh, by his parents and said, And God, please take care of yourself. Because if anything happens to you, we're sunk. I mean, you think about that. I mean, that's, that's the truth. And, and, uh, but prayer, we need to pray for all things. Uh, oftentimes we think, well, it's the big things that we need to pray for. Which I think we need to pray for the big things. But it's those minor things, those things that we think are minor. God cares about everything. Casting all your care upon Him for He cares for you. You know there's nothing too big for God. But on the other hand, there's nothing too small that God says, I'll get out of here with that. That's, that's, take that yourself. You can handle that yourself. No, God wants us to trust in Him in all things. Even the little things that we might say are, are minor things. Well, God, I don't know how I'm going to... I don't know how I'm going to get through the day today. Well, we need to pray and ask for God's strength. The Bible says, be careful for nothing. This literally means there's nothing about which, there's, there's not anything that we cannot pray about. We have to pray for all things. Uh, casting all your care upon Him for He care for you. Sometimes we don't want to bother the Lord with the small stuff. 1 John 5, 14 says this, And this is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He heareth us. And if we know that He hear us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desire of Him. So we need to pray all things. And then what prayer is, is prayer is appreciating. Look there in, in verse 6 again. It says, But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. You know, we're entering in the month of, here we're in the month of Thanksgiving now, the November, the Thanksgiving month. And, and I believe that it shouldn't be just, uh, you know, the days leading up to Thanksgiving. I think for the Christian, we need to be thankful all the time, every day. We need to be thankful to God for all that He's done for us. You know, make sure your prayer list doesn't just contain things you want God to give you. Oftentimes, that's what God, uh, God do this in my life and give me this and I need this and Lord, would you do this for me? And why don't we start off by saying, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Thank you for your goodness in my life. Thank you for my family. Thank you. I mean, we have so much to be thankful for, don't we? I mean, I, I think we could probably list for hours and hours and hours uh, upon hours of how good God has been to us and things that we can be thankful for. And God commands us, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. As human beings, we're, we're often, often guilty of not, being, uh, a, not appreciating things. Uh, that's our nature. We don't appreciate things like we should. Don't you think God responds more readily to our appreciation than He does our demands? God, hey, God doesn't owe us anything. Do you realize that? We can't go to God, God, give me this. I know the Bible says come to the throne of the Lord. Come, we can come to Him boldly, but it's not disrespectfully. Boldly, that, just saying we can, we can list our petitions knowing that He hears our prayers. Not saying, God, you will do this. No, God is not your genie in a lamp. You see, we are to go to God boldly, but we can give thanks to God for all that He's done for us. I believe God responds more readily to our appreciation than He does our demands. Try praying for a couple of minutes without asking Him for anything. Try that sometime, and that'll, that'll reveal a lot about your prayer life. These are things that I've been going through the last few weeks 
And just saying, you know what, I, I just want to start off with thanking God for what he's done and what he's doing and what he's going to do. And then I, I just, I, for a couple minutes, I said, I'm not, going to th- I'm not going to ask him for anything. But then at the end, then that's when I let my petitions be made known unto God. See, prayer is asking. Look there in verse 6 again. It says, let your requests be made known unto God. While prayer does cover all and contains appreciation, it does come by asking. Dr. John R. Rice wrote a book, and it was simply titled, Prayer is Asking. Prayer is Asking. Ask, and it shall be given you. Seeking, you shall find. It says, ye have not because ye ask not. I don't suppose that there's anything in our life that God is unconcerned about. In Matthew 10, chapter, 20, uh, chapter 10, verse 29, tells us how much he cares for us. Do you realize that God knows the number of hairs on your head? Now, that's not very much for me. He, that's not saying a whole lot. But for some of you out there, Brother Sean, he's got a whole hair of head, head of hair there. But yeah, for me, I mean, it's, you know, probably in the hundreds. I don't know. Uh, maybe in the teens. I don't know. But uh, I don't have a whole lot of hair. But God knows the numbers of every head in here. He knows the, the number of hairs we have. Aren't you? Do you realize what kind of God we serve? You see, remember, prayer is the answer. But then also, I want you to notice number two. Not only we need to be praying, but we can have peace. You know, peace doesn't come and and, uh, uh, because we have done anything. Peace comes out of prayer. God, here in the scriptures, notice again it says uh, says there in verse uh, uh, 6, it says, Be careful of nothing but in everything... By prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Notice here, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. You see, it says first, it's, it's, it comes first by praying. We need to pray. We're not going to have peace without praying. You know, sometimes we're, you know, we're all worried and anxious about things that are going on in the world, in our family, and with our finances. But can I tell you, have you prayed about it? Have you said, God, I don't know what to do here? And then I can, I can tell you this. I know in my life, when I've prayed and I said, God, I don't know what to do. This is, this is beyond my means. I don't know how to handle this. But when I pray and I ask God, would you intervene on my, my behalf? God, I need you. And God will give a peace that passes all understanding. I can't explain it, but he gives us a peace. You know, the world's peace is impossible. World peace is impossible until the millennium. You know, you'll see, turn on the news and you'll see, you know, world peace. We need peace in this world. There's, but, you know, there's fighting all over. And there's not going to be world peace until the Lord comes back. You see, the Bible says, But the wicked are like the troubled sea when it cannot rest, whose waters cast up mire and dirt. There is no peace, saith my God, to the wicked. Destruction cometh, and they shall seek peace, and there shall be none. While world peace is impossible, I believe the Bible teaches us that we can have peace in our hearts. These things have I written unto you, uh, have I spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good courage. I have overcome the world. God is saying, hey, in the midst of everything that's going on, in the midst of your trials, in the midst of your heartaches and your headaches, you can have peace. You see, while the world is falling apart and falling into pieces, we can have 
peace. You see why? Because he's the source of our peace. The world is looking to uh, worldliness. They're looking to uh, wickedness and, and women. They're looking to uh, drugs and alcohol. They're looking to finances. They're looking to all these things to find their peace. But can I tell you, peace doesn't come in a form of, of money. It doesn't come in a form of, uh, of uh, uh, what you have. Peace comes from in a form of the person of Jesus Christ. We must trust in Him, find our peace in Him. He's our source of peace. Let me say this, no God, no peace. No God, no peace. But if you know God, you will know peace. John 14, 27, Peace I leave unto you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. The Lord will give strength unto His people. The Lord will bless His people with peace, the Bible says. Isaiah 9, 6, And His name shall be called the Prince of Peace. You see, the peace that God gives starts with salvation. Starts with salvation. You know, before I was saved, I didn't know what true peace was. But once I got saved, I know what peace is all about. The Bible says in Romans 5.1, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Once saved, peace will dwell in our hearts as we, have, we are obedient to the Lord. I can tell you this. If you're not obedient to God, you've got sin in your life, you are not going to have peace in your heart. You can pray all you want. You can uh, read the Bible all you want, but if you have sin in your life, you're not going to have peace in your heart. See, then I want you to notice the supremacy of peace. The Bible says, which passes all understanding. You know, we've seen, we've had heartaches in our lives. We've had family members that have gone on to be with the Lord, and we've had situations, and, and it, it never fails. I hear people say, Man, they're so calm. It's like they have a peace about this. How, how in the world can they do this? I talk to people that aren't saved all the time, and they say, I don't understand. Why aren't, they, why aren't they crying? Why aren't they sad? Well, because God has given them a peace that passes all understanding. See, how can you understand, much less explain the peace that God gives to someone who is truly trusting completely to God? Isaiah called it perfect peace. He said this, That will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. Perfect would indicate that there's no room for improvement. If you have something that's perfect, if you add to it or take away from it, it's no longer perfect. See, I, I didn't always under, know and understand uh, what true peace was, a, was all about until I got saved. Then I want you to notice the security of peace. Look there in verse 7 again. It said, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Aren't you glad that we're not the ones holding our peace? It's not us that the security doesn't, isn't resting on your pastor, thank the Lord. Uh, it isn't resting on your husband, thank the Lord. And it isn't resting upon you, thank the Lord. Why? Because our strength, our security uh, of our peace is on Him. It's through Jesus Christ. You know, every peace treaty that's ever been signed is, is fragile at best. All it takes is one outburst, one misunderstanding, one, uh, one broken promise, and war breaks loose again. Often in relationships, the hatchet is buried, but one or the other always remembers 
always remembers what you said last week or what you did last week. See, the promise of God in Him are yea and in Him amen unto the glory of God. When God makes a deal, we have His word that He will not lie or break His promise. The Bible says this, one of His immutable truths. It means one thing that God cannot do is He cannot lie. And if God says that He would give us peace, then can I tell you this, that God will give you peace that passes all understanding. Then I want you to notice the last thing here tonight. Claim the promise. Claim the promise. Be careful for nothing, but in everything through prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus, our Lord. We need to claim the promise. You know the problem with many of us today? We pray our prayers, but we don't truly believe that God is able. You say, oh, God is able. He's, he's, we serve an almighty God, but if we truly believe that He is able and truly believe that God can do it, then why do we still carry the burdens? Why do we still carry it around? Uh, many times what we do is we'll come to an altar and we'll pray and say, God, I, I can't do this, and God, will you help me with this, and God, take this and do this. And, and then as we have left our, we say we're living, leaving our burdens to the Lord. What we do is we, as soon as we get up from the altar, we take on those burdens, not truly trusting that God has taken care of them or will take care of them. You're never going to have peace until we claim the promise that he will give us peace. Now, God, I've given this to you, and whatever you do with it, it's up to you. It's no longer mine. I'm just talking about my own prayer life, some things that I've been, I've been trying to uh, work on in my own life. And I believe that if we will do this, if we will just pray, if we'll just pray, and then we will, uh, after we pray, God will give us that peace if we claim the promise that he will give it to us. God said he would not, he's not a liar. He, it's one of his immutable truths. He cannot lie. So if God said he will do it, then I believe with all my heart that God will do it. Now there's, let me, let me say this. I've asked for each one of you to give me uh, maybe a card of, of uh, some of the petitions that's heavy on your heart or some things that you want me to pray about. And I can tell you this, I've been praying over those things. I've been praying over those things, not for my glory, I'm not seeking that, but I'm telling you, I need to work on my prayer life. And as I think about that, if I need to work on my prayer life, I'm sure that there's others that probably need to work on their prayer life as well. Prayer is a valuable, valuable tool that we have, folks. Let's not make it the last resort. Let's make it the first response. God... In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God concerning you. Pray without ceasing. Seek His face continually. And I can tell you this, we can have the peace that passes all understanding. No matter what you're facing today, no matter what trial, no matter what heartache, give it to God and trust Him for the results. Now, I didn't say the results were going to be what you want. That's where we, got, that's where we get misunderstood. We try to say, oh yeah, just give it to God and, and everything's going to be okay. I can tell you this, we give it to God, trust Him the results, and then that's it. 
The results are not up to us. We don't have to bear the burden anymore. If we've given it to God, it's up to Him. His will be done. Not my will be done, but Thy will be done, Lord. I believe we need to change the way we pray for things. Don't pray that your will would be done. Pray, God, your will be done. So that means sometimes, you know what? Sometimes that means that we pray for someone to be healed. But it isn't God's will. The Bible says praying according to His will. Praying according to His will. Trusting Him. And then listen, whatever the answer is, He knows what's best for our life. We've got to trust Him. That's what it amounts to. Pray. We can have peace even if the answers aren't the way we want them to be. Because He knows what's best for us. And claim the promise. Heads are bowed and eyes are closed. Just had a quick thought tonight about prayer and pray without. Be careful for nothing. It means don't worry about it anymore. But in everything, everything. He didn't say pray for no, uh, uh, be careful for nothing and pray for some things. He said, but everything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God. I want to encourage you here tonight. I know it wasn't a salvation message, but if you're here tonight and you don't know the Lord Jesus as your Lord and Savior, today's the day of salvation and now is the accepted time. Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. You hear and you say, Pastor, I don't even know for sure if I was to die today. Pastor, I don't know for sure I can go to heaven. Anyone like that, would you raise your hand? No one else is looking around. Maybe you're here and you say, Pastor, I'm saved, but I, I haven't ex been experiencing the peace that passes all understanding. I've got some things on my heart that's heavy in my heart. And, uh, Pastor, I just, <clears throat> I need the peace of God. I'm going through some tough times. Pastor, pray for me. I, I need the peace of God. Yes, I see that hand. Anyone else? Pastor, I need the peace of God. We can give our petitions to Him, casting all your care upon Him, for He cares for you. You realize God loves you. He cares about what you care about. Give your burdens to the Lord. Our Heavenly Father, Lord, we do thank you for your love, your mercy, and your grace. Lord, thank you for the privilege that we can talk to the Creator, that we can just get alone and talk to you. Lord, thank you for that privilege that we have. Lord, we thank you for, uh, Lord, that we can come to, your, your, come to you boldly, asking anything according to your will, and we know that you hear us. Lord, some of the roadblocks to our prayers is sin in our life. Lord, you said, if, if I regard iniquity in my heart, you will not hear me. And God, I ask tonight, Lord, that we would be cleansed from any wicked ways, Lord, anything hindering my prayer life tonight, Lord, I pray that you would uh, forgive me for those things, and Lord, that I would be, my heart would be in tune with yours. And Lord, I pray as we, uh, we lift up our petitions to you tonight, Lord, I pray that you would hear our prayers. Lord, for this congregation, Lord, that we would draw nigh to you, not just in uh, our actions, but Lord, in our prayer life and in our reading of the Word of God. Lord, do a great work that you can only get the credit for. 
Lord, thank you again for what you're going to do in our hearts and our lives. We'll give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor that comes from it. In Jesus' name, amen. Heads are bowed, eyes are closed. Brother Adam's going to begin playing softly. God has spoke to your heart. Maybe you just need to say, God, maybe you just need to come and say, God, I want to commit my ways to you. Lord, I want to, I want to give you the, the desires of my heart. Lord, I need to, I want to trust you with whatever's going on in my life. I don't know all the things that are going on in your life, but I know that there are some people out there that are heavy hearted. I know that you just, from the prayer requests that you've given me, I'm not sharing those with anybody else, but I know that some of the prayers that you've given to me to pray about, I know you're heavy hearted. But can I tell you, God can give you peace during the times of struggle. So during those trials, you can have peace that passes all understanding. trust him amen all right thank you you may look up here I want to ask to go ahead and have the young young men come forward we'll take up this evening's tithes and offerings I want to remind you uh, this coming Sunday, that's next Sunday, we'll be having our Thanksgiving dinner uh, here. We'll have morning service, we'll have uh, dinner, and then a short afternoon service, no p.m. service next week. And then next Tuesday, we'll have Pie and Testify. That's not this Tuesday, but the following Tuesday. No Wednesday evening service that week. And then uh, be praying for our Back to Bethlehem December the 1st to the 3rd. And I hope that you're inviting some folks to come to that. And uh, looking forward to that. Oh, also on the back table, back in the foyer, I think at the Welcome Center, I believe that's where Miss um, Pam put it. But there's a sign-up sheet for uh, if you can help out by hot dogs. We've got uh, we're going to do cookies and things for Back to Bethlehem. If you can help out with that, that'd be a great blessing. Uh, if you say, well, I don't have time to cook, I don't have time to uh, even go to the grocery store and get hot dogs and stuff. If you want to put something in the offering plate saying back to Bethlehem for food or uh, for materials, whatever you want to do uh, to be a blessing, um, I'm going to encourage you to do that. But there's a sign-up sheet saying, uh, I don't know what it all has, but we're going to need buns, we're going to need uh, hot dogs, we're going to need all kinds of cookies and uh, different things such as that. If you can help us uh, offset the cost uh, with that, that'd be a great help. All right, let's go ahead and go to the Lord in prayer. Brother Peyton, sir, would you please ask the blessing?
appreciate you being here tonight. Come back Wednesday night, see what the Lord has for us. I know Brother Ethan and Brother Luke, they're probably not going to rush off. So I imagine they'll probably pick some more. If anybody wants to stick around, you guys are going to do that? Yeah, probably will. I figured they would. They, they, love, they love playing uh, their, their instruments, and uh, they love playing them for the Lord. And so uh, you don't have to rush off. Just enjoy. Uh, the, if, just leave whenever you want to. Um, just turn off the lights when you leave. All right. Uh, but we'll all stand and close in word of prayer. I do want to miss uh, Betty's sister, Fell. She was in the nursing home this week. Uh, yesterday, wasn't it? Or Oh, this morning. She fell uh, and was laying on the ground for some time. She was locked in her room. And so her name is Virginia. And what's the last name? Edwards. Virginia Edwards. So uh, would you pray for Virginia Edwards? She fell, and she, they don't know the extent of the, the damages yet. Um, but she needs your prayers, um, and I ask that you pray for her. Also, remember Brother Jackie in your prayers this week, Tuesday morning, uh, specifically. I believe uh, he has to be there at 6, but the, service, or the surgery is scheduled at, I think, 7.30. And so you remember Jackie Ivers this week at 7.30 in the morning. Uh, I'm going to encourage you to set an alarm clock or something. Make sure you're up praying uh, for the surgeon. Pray for Jackie. Pray for the Ivers uh, for this. This is a very serious surgery, and I know that they covet your prayers in this. Also, Miss Virginia, uh, Miss Virginia's brother is not long for this world either. He's not doing very well at all. I'm planning to go and stop by there tomorrow and just talk to him um, Make sure that he's got things in line with the Lord and also just pray with him. And so you pray for me and pray for uh, Bill is his name. Pray for him as he's uh, won't, is not long for this world. All right, let's go ahead and have a word of prayer. Our Heavenly Father, once again, thank you for, uh, Lord, thank you for just all that you do. Lord, we ask tonight as we lift up these petitions, Lord, as we get ready to dismiss, we lift up... Uh, Miss Virginia's brother, Bill, Lord, as he's uh, just in the final stages of life. And God, I pray that, uh, Lord, if he's not saved, Lord, I pray as we go and visit him tomorrow, Lord, that you will give the opportunity that the Holy Spirit of God would work on his heart, Lord, that he would be ultimately saved before it's eternally too late. Lord, if he is saved, Lord, I pray that you give him a peace during this time and, and comfort him as he goes on to, uh, to see you. Lord, I pray that you would uh, be with Brother Jackie as he's going in for the surgery this week. Lord, I pray that you would be there with the doctors and guide their, the surgeon's hands and give them knowledge beyond their own understanding. And Lord, I pray that you would just work a great work, that he would be, uh, have a speedy recovery. And Lord, that he would, not only that, but Lord, that he would be obedient to what the doctors tell him to do. And Lord, I pray that you would be with uh, Brother Travis and Miss Pam, the rest of the family, as they are anxious and, uh, Lord, I pray that you would just comfort them, give them the peace that you have promised us that passes all understanding. Lord, I ask that you be with Virginia, Miss Betty's sister, as she fell. Lord, I pray that you would, I know that she's in a lot of pain, and, Lord, I pray that you would just uh, touch her body as well. Lord, I know there's a lot of petitions on our hearts tonight. Lord, I pray that you would, uh, Lord, that as we uh, in unison think of those things, Lord, that you would hear those things, and, Lord, that you would answer them according to your will. Lord, we ask that you dismiss us uh, with your blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, thank you so much for being here this evening.